Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come and join us at 10am every Sunday. I will do in a minute though. Um, if you are um, school age and you're in the room, um, you might think that if somebody's standing up to speak, well, actually, your turn is to switch off. I want to encourage you. Um, God wants to speak to all of us today, no matter what your age. And, um, and uh, there's a chance for you to take part in a moment if you're school age. So um, just keep listening. And I want to talk about listening this morning. A couple of weeks ago, um, we had Richard Thomas um, come and speak, and uh, he talked about keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. And he talked about the fact that God's voice calls us and calls us to do different things. And uh, I'd already decided that this morning I wanted to speak about the same thing. And uh, the funny thing is, God speaks to us, Um, independently, but actually sometimes he wants to get a clear message. Then last week, Neil was speaking, and he'd already decided what he was going to speak about before Richard spoke, and again, he spoke about us hearing God. Um, In the prayer meeting this morning, um, Marion said about the call of Samuel, and my first bit I wanted to talk about this morning was the call of Samuel. And so, if you don't know the story, Samuel's in the house with Eli, and Eli's fast asleep, and, um, and Samuel's asleep in bed, and he hears his voice going, Samuel! So he kind of gets up, he goes into the other room, and he wakes up Eli, and he goes, what is it that you want? And Eli goes, it wasn't me, go back to bed. So Samuel goes back to bed. A few minutes later... Samuel, he gets up, he goes through to the other room, and Eli's like, what? I told you it wasn't me, go back to bed. So Samuel goes back to bed. Then a third time, he hears, Samuel, so goes through to Eli, and Eli goes, it's not me. Have you considered that God might be speaking to you? Go back to your bedroom and just listen for a moment. And so he goes back to his bedroom, and God speaks to him about what it is that he wants to do. And God doesn't speak any less now than he did in the past to Samuel. And God wants to speak to all of us. The Holy Spirit speaks, but we need to hear. And there's lots of competing voices for God. So so God speaks, but there's loads of other noise around. And this is where, if you're school-age... I need you to come here for a moment, please, because I need your help. We've just got one. We can't hear what anyone particularly was saying. I think the only thing I really heard clearly was cornflakes. <laughs> so we know you had cornflakes for breakfast. Um, you won't be the only one in the room who had cornflakes, I'm sure. Now, um, Dave and Jill, um, sitting over there, they tell me that having a hearing aid in is a bit like that demonstration. There's loads of noise, it all gets amplified, but you can't actually hear any particular thing. And so your brain has to go, okay, what am I listening to now? And they have to tune in to the noise that they want to hear, because everything's amplified, whether it's the traffic outside, or the drums, or people speaking behind them, they hear all of it really clearly. 
which I think might be really helpful if you were in a crowded environment to listen in to what's happening at the next table. But, um, <laughs> but maybe that's just the way my brain works. So um, I want to ask you this morning, how does the Holy Spirit nudge you? How do you, how do you think, oh, actually, maybe, maybe that's God's voice rather than some other noise that's coming in? How is it that you tuning to God? And then I want to ask you, well, when you hear God, do you do what he says? Do you, do you listen to what he says and then go and, and do it? A number of years ago, um, if you've been around in the church for years and years, and there'll be some of you that have, we had some uh, beer mats made, or, or drinks coasters probably, and, uh, and uh, no, it was a beer mat, and uh, it said, um, have you got a taste for adventure? And actually, this morning, I want to go on a little bit of an adventure. Who else would like to go on an adventure this morning? Good. So there's some people who want to get involved. That's great. So in Isaiah, Isaiah's there and God's speaking. And Isaiah says, here I am. Use me. Send me. We need the right attitude. If we have the right attitude, then God will honor that and God will use us. The words from Isaiah were, he, he heard the Lord speaking and he said, Whom shall I send as a messenger to these people? Who will go for us? And Isaiah said, Here I am. Send me. He said, and God said to him, Yes, go. And actually, I think God's going to speak to some people today, and there's going to be some um, encouragement to go. Now, I've got a couple of um, people who have agreed to speak. Sarah's going to come, and uh, in one minute, she's going to tell us a bit about hearing God on what happened. So I'm excited, because I don't know the story. One minute. Um, so one day I had a Bible in my hand and then I felt the whisper of the Holy Spirit and he said, go give that Bible to Reuben. So I thought, okay, awesome. And then the next week I saw him and I gave him the Bible and he said, no, I don't want it. And I said, no, it's for you because I knew Holy Spirit had said. So he picked up the Bible and he went in the next room and he opened it and he was like, mm, I'm not sure about this. And he went to the wonderful Julie Taylor. Woo! And she led him to Jesus. And he came out of the room and I saw him and his face was glowing. And I thought, wow, it's like you just lost five years of eight. He looked fantastic. There you go. You won't have been the only person timing, Pamela. Um, so um, next I asked Sundar if he could speak in a minute. Now, Sundar's in India, but he has sent us a video. Now, if you know Sundar, he speaks very softly. So you're going to have to really tune in and listen hard. It's going to come up on the screen. And um, he can't say anything briefly. So he went to just over a minute. So just, just bear with, because what he's got to say is really good. And we're bearing with the guys on the tech. Hi, Church family. Greetings from India. It's so good to be here. Uh, I'm going to share a story of uh, what God is doing in our lives. We never thought about what we are doing, we would actually do. Ten years ago, a little uh, girl's story really touched my heart. She was one and a half years old. It's a heartbreaking story. Mother died, father left, and 
issue as no one to look after. She was wandering in the villages. God really spoke to us to do something for these uh, little precious children. So we built this home in faith. I'm on the third floor right now on the terrace. Uh, we started welcoming the children and children from all over area, they come here and find shelter and finding hope. God is transforming their lives. And uh, it's uh, wonderful to know God is really at work. And uh, one famous story really, one famous quote I would like to share with you, expect great things from God, attempt great things from God. So we felt that we are doing something really for God to do great big things. And the uh, Bible also talks about seek his kingdom first and everything will be added unto you. So we feel that God is at work and God is great big God. We can trust him and uh, we can believe in faith that God can do great things in each one's lives. The question is, are we willing to uh, hear his voice when he speaks and put it into practice? And if so, God can do things your lives too. So have a blessed day and be encouraged and hopefully see you soon. God bless you. Hi Church. So there you go. Sundar couldn't resist the uh, temptation to just put in a little bit of a preach on the end and, uh, and uh, you know he takes every opportunity and, and you know this is part of his story. He went from um, you know just hearing God about one um, tiny child who, who needed help, and now they have a children's home um, full of children who um, they look after. God did something amazing because he said, okay, I'll do it for this one. And, um, and so there's a challenge for all of us. Will we listen to God? So this morning, I want us to go on a little bit of an adventure. Um, you probably have seen that on your tables there are some pictures I see some people have left them in a pile in the middle. Some people at the front table here, they're all organized. And uh, so uh, some people are more organized than others. I, I would probably put them in order. Um, and, uh, and so there's some pictures there. We've got a map on the back wall. You'll see there's quotes on the walls. There's things around us. You've got Bibles. You've got phones that have got Bibles on. So we've got lots of different ways that God could speak through. And sometimes God speaks through fire, and it's flipping obvious what he's saying. Sometimes he speaks in a still, small voice, and you have to really, really concentrate to hear what he's going to say. And the thing is, um, God doesn't um, just speak to the old people. Um, he speaks to young ones, too. So um, I want to encourage you, if you're young, God can speak to you through what we're going to do now. So we need to listen, we need to look, um, and there's all these things around that God might want to speak to us through. It might be that when you came in and you sat down at the table, one picture really jumped out at you. And it might be that, you know, that picture's jumped out. Just say to God, well, what are you saying through the fact that that picture's jumped out at me? And um, it might be other people. So there's people all around us. It might be that you hear something and you think, well, maybe that's for somebody else. So this morning, 
I was in the prayer meeting, and inside the door handle, there was a little bead. It took me ages to get it out of the door handle, because it was kind of stuck, which is probably why it was there, because nobody could get it out. Now, on the little bead is the letter G. Now, as I said G, it may be that somebody here has gone G, and that strikes them. And if it is, I think I have a word from God for you. Come and find me. Um, explore. Sometimes you need to take what God said and you need to go and explore some more. So um, I remember um, when our daughter Chloe was little, she had a real thing about Lithuania. We hadn't got a clue why she had a thing about Lithuania, but she just kept talking about Lithuania. So we went. And we went to see, is there something here? Is God trying to say something to you? I have no idea. We had a really great week, um, and God didn't necessarily speak. But actually, we stepped out because God might have been saying something. And it might be that you need to go and do something to see what is it, God, that you might be wanting to say here. And so we need to respond somewhere uh, and somehow. So I want to encourage you. We're just going to have a few minutes now where we um, spend some time listening to God. And then I'm certainly hoping that in a short bit of time, we're going to have some testimony about what God might be saying. So if G struck you, come find me. Um, I want you to pray into things. I want you to look at the stuff around you. And if you think, ah, oh, God's saying that, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's for me, I want you to go and then share that with someone else who you think it might be for. Have we got a little bit of music we can put on, Steve? Thank you. Just to, just to like, really... Oh, Steve's going to sing. Excellent. While we were worshipping, the lady that comes with Paula... It's, uh, it's good to hear you all talking. I just want to encourage you. The pictures on the tables are different. So moving around to different tables, you might see different things. Um, I'm encouraged because I, I can hear all of you talking, so that must mean some stuff's um, being discussed. Um, but you can stand up and you can move around. You don't have to stay where you are. Um, in a moment, we're going to do something corporately, um, which somebody feels God wants us to do. So we're going to do that in a moment, but don't let me stop you there. Okay, so I'm going to draw things together. Um, I need Neil. Where's Neil Garrett? Oh, there he is. Excellent. So um, Neil's just got something that he believes God's saying for all of us. Okay. Uh, just with regard to the word that you brought this morning about um, being a landing strip for God's glory. And I just really felt, um, you know, at Heathrow Airport, they clean the runway every day, at least once a day. And I just felt the Lord say, uh, as you were bringing that, and just as we were looking at the pictures on our table over there, that we need to keep that runway clear of rubbish and deposits which is what they do. They clean it and they get rid of all the little bits of rubber 
bits of aircraft, you know, all kinds of rubbish. But there is something about if you're going to be a carrier of God's glory, you need to keep that runway clear of rubbish. So every day, more than once a day, you need to come before God and we need to clean that stuff out by the blood of Jesus and make sure that it's ready for the glory to land on. Okay, really, really important. Fantastic. Thank you, Neil. Um, Tony's got something that he wants to share. Just before he does that, anybody else who's got anything that they really believe God wants to say, I think Leslie's going to come. While she's coming over, um, the G was actually significant for someone, and actually even the fact that it was a little bead with a G on was significant. I didn't know that. All I knew was that God said, there's a word for the person who G is significant for, and it feels like it, it would be. So I'm just encouraged, because I'm not a very get-out-there kind of person. Stepping out like that makes me quite nervous. So, oh. Leslie. So on our table, we have a picture of this, whatever it is, and that's not the point. The point was, I felt God was saying that there's somebody here who feels disconnected from other people but also disconnected from God, and there's a bit of a mess going on in their life, and they need to be saved. And I felt like that person needs to come to Jesus and be taken out from darkness into life, and Christ is the bridge across from darkness into light, into the kingdom of, of light, out of the domain of darkness. But I also felt that person, or it may be somebody else, feels that their life is rubbish and things they've done have not been good. And I was reminded of the story of the alabaster jar. And I forgot her name. That's terrible. But anyway, whatever her name is, who broke the expensive perfume at Jesus' feet. But I felt God was saying, your life is past when you come to me it's past and I connect you with other people I bring you into a family your past is irrelevant once you've crossed over from life from death to life and I will fill you as a beautiful alabaster jar with my oil of anointing the oil of my spirit so he's calling somebody here to come through into life into his kingdom and he will connect you with himself by his spirit and into his family. Thank you, Leslie. So if you feel like that is really clearly for you, that God's saying something, you need to go and find Leslie afterwards and uh, she will pray with you. Oh, Pamela's here. Um, a picture of everyday objects. Keys. What do we do with keys? You unlock a door. Yeah. You unlock a door. You unlock something. And I just feel that there are lots of different keys on this. They're all different shapes and sizes. And I believe that these are all things that for some of us, we need to take these keys and we need to unlock some doors this morning. Some doors that perhaps we have closed for a very long time because we don't want to go back in there again because it might be too painful. 
But God is saying, no, you need to take that key. You need to open that door. You need to go into that room and you need to work through what's in that room. I don't know what that is. If that means anything to anyone, please come find me later or maybe that you just need to go and spend time with God and and um, and and unlock those doors and it can be often it's our heart we've talked a lot about our heart and often the unlocking is the unlocking of our heart letting God into our heart again into some areas that may be very painful that we don't want to go to but God can come and he can heal those broken hearts this morning thank you you want to share as well great what did you see sorry what's your name Kimberly Kimberly hi Kimberly so, like, I decided with these ones, it's like, so this one is kind of like the path with life. No matter how much it, you run, it's like it never ends, all the obstacles and the problems and stuff. But you will always get to somewhere, and wherever it's dark, you will find the light wherever you are. Cool. Excellent. Well done. Thank you for sharing. 